Welcome to the Rising Kings podcast, where we enable you to raise your standards, elevate your performance, and live to your highest order in business and in life. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any feature content. Brother, before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you along to one of our free upcoming masterclasses. This is where I personally take men through our methodology, a specific step-by-step process, the system that we share here on the podcast that you hear about to help men reignite their marriages amplify their health, and boost their performance across all areas of their life. If you'd like to register and join us, simply head to risingkings.com.au forward slash masterclass. Let's get into the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and of course, with me, we've got Ben Salkeld, the founder and director of Rising Kings. Ben, how are you? Good, brother. Good to be here. Let me do something different. Go for it. How are you, man? I'm doing good. <laughs> Throwing it back at me. I'm well. I'm well. You fought, you you know, like we talked a few episodes back around turning 40. How's 40 treating you? It's. I mean, so far it's good. You know, it's it's good. Certainly haven't gone. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah. What does good mean? Good. I fucking hear it all the time. We've got a policy in Rising Kings, man. When someone asks you how you're doing, you can use any other term, but you can't say good. Now what happened? It's, you know, the answer good is uh, the typical sort of answer that you give somebody just to sort of, hey, it's good. Next question. But, you know, so far it's been okay. It certainly has had its ups and downs. I would say that since, uh, you know, turning 40 back in November 2022, you know, the ups were being able to, you know, get a chance to visit my parents, getting a chance to, you know, to be with them for Christmas, coming back here. Things were okay for maybe, you know, the first couple of months. We were still high from vacation. Then sort of reality sets in. And then, you know, things with the kids, you know, the communication with the partner all of a sudden begins to to sort of change. And, you know, it's been, yeah, it's been up and down. So just the responsibilities of life. Yeah, definitely. And, And the one thing, too, that is, I would say two things that has really sort of happened is the communication between the partner has hit a rocky spot, which has led, you know, to the relationship being somewhat, you know, there's some friction there. And then also, you know, certain goals that I wanted to achieve that I was hoping to achieve by April didn't happen, you know, somewhat frustrated with those two things. So, man, let's talk about it in this episode then, right? Let's just go fucking sideways here for the listeners, because I think it's something that they can take value out of so they can understand a bit about this is the stuff we do on a day-to-day basis. So you talked about goals, not really hitting these particular goals. What are these goals? Why haven't they been hit? Why is it a problem? Well, the one thing for me, you know, what I wanted, if you go back, I think it was about November, October, you know, we had a challenge to be able to, you know, walk a kilometer a day. And I did that, right? Went to the States. I think it was yeah, November, December. Went to the States, still did that, even though it was sort of in the winter. And then when I came back, I've been telling myself, hey, you know, I need to get back on the bike. Got the bike. I think when I came back, got the bike all cleaned up, changed, lubed, all of that stuff. It was ready to go. But just the excuses from my end just kept coming, right? You know, too busy. What did you have to do though? Like, is it just get on the bike or did you have a clear every day I've got to ride minimum one kilometer like how clear are we talking here it was just i wanted to ride on the bike all right it was i wanted to get back on the bike it really didn't matter 
you know, how far I rode. I just wanted to get on the bike because, you know, prior to November, December, it had been a few months since I got on the bike. And I noticed that for me, like physically, I'm probably, you know, going back downhill. Oh, no, I'm certainly going back downhill. Probably. Oh, no, I'm definitely going back hill. You know, I'm feeling certain things in my body again. Mainly my back is starting to really starting to act up. And I know that that's because, you know, my core isn't as strong as it should be. Definitely a few pounds there. And uh, which really, for me, I feel like has led down to my frustration with really everything else. Okay, good. So firstly, what do you want to change and why do you want to change it? The one biggest thing that I wanted to change is I wanted to be, so I'm right now at 150 pounds. Goal was I wanted to be down to 60, 60, 61. I wanted to drop eight kilos. And the goal was from January 1st to April 1st, I was going to get there. And the reason why I wanted to get there is because in November, December, right before we left, I had a blood cam, cholesterol was a bit high. The I forgot what it's called, but like the SPG or SGP or something like that, which is like the fatty liver is a little bit high again as well. So I wanted to get that lower. Blood pressure was a little bit high as well. So my goal was, shoot, I'm 40. I really need to start taking better care of myself physically, you know, and I don't want to make sure that I don't have any of these major health problems, you know, like from here on out. Like I want to minimize it as much as I possibly can. And so then we find ourselves here, late April, early May. Yep. Nothing's changed. I've lost a couple of kilos, but overall, like nothing has changed. So this is the concept of winning, right? We want to win. We set these goals. Hey, I want to fucking, I want to nail it. I want to hit it. Yours is, I want to drop eight kilos. We all know about goal setting, specific, measurable, able to do, R for realistic, and T for time. Like there's a time restraint on it. S-M-A-R-T, smart goals. The thing is, with these, and what I want to talk about today is we get caught up in this notion of these goals, which I like to think of like we're trying to hit a fucking home run. And so I use the analogy of baseball. Every time most of us, like especially people, I don't play a lot of baseball, but you know, like we'd step up to the plate. What's the one thing we want to do? We want to hit a fucking home run. That's all we do. We're like, hey man, I'm stepping up this plate. Well, I just want to hit a home run. Yet the reality is how many people hit a home run? Very few. It's like, it'd be less than 1%. Yeah. Right? Probably got more chance of winning a fucking Ironman triathlon than you have of hitting a home run in the game of sport. It's that hard. You know, what I loved about the movie Moneyball was it showed a different way of playing the game of baseball where everyone was focused on, hey, let's get good hitters in so we can hit home runs so we can get uh, points. Moneyball. Guy comes in. Can't remember the guy's name, but he comes in and actually completely changes it and goes, Hang on a second. What if we just recruit for guys who can just get on base? All they got to do, man, is just get to first base. If we can have more players that can hit the ball just enough that we can get him onto first base, the guy on first can move to second, the guy on second can move to third, the guy on third can move and get a, you know, get a point, get the home run. So all of a sudden, you've got this whole different way of playing a sport, baseball, which has moved away from this, hey, unrealistic, everyone's trying out to hit a home run. In the game of life and goals, I don't believe it's any different. Hey, I want to lose eight kilos. I need to hit a home run. I'm going to fucking try and get this done in the next four to six weeks. Every day, I'm just, I got to get on the bike. I got to get on the bike, right? I've, I've cleaned my bike. I've oiled up the chain. I've got everything ready. Bike never fucking gets a run. 
Or it might get used for two or three days and you look at the scales and you're like, fuck, man, I've actually put on weight over the last, you know, 48 hours. This isn't working. Let's try something else. So what we've got to do is we've got to look at it through a different lens. Right? We've got to look at breaking this down into simple actions that can be done on a consistent basis, what we call daily disciplines. They're like hitting singles so that every single day you know that if you hit this single, you may not see the results for the first week, for the first two weeks. But after week three, week four, week five, week six, week seven, hey man, it's coming. Things are starting to move. Numbers are starting to drop in terms of weight. Now you think about business, it's the same thing. Instead of, hey, I've got to get to a million bucks. Everyone's chasing, you know, I've got to get to a million, 10 million, 100 million, whatever the number is, insert the number. Everyone's trying to hit their home run. How do I get the fucking million dollars tomorrow? How do I get the fucking, how do I get this in the next week, the next month? It's like, but what are you doing consistently on a day-to-day basis? that is going to just continually dial this needle up so that over time, yes, you will get to that mark. This is what I call, it's almost like you could call it a hack or you could call it a, I don't know, like a way of playing the game efficiently. So for myself, man, I'm always out there looking at, okay, what do I need to do on a day-to-day basis to make sure that I am the best possible version of myself three months from now, six months from now, one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. That determines my daily disciplines, right? In terms of these things I do every single day. So let's come back to you for a second. You want to drop eight kilograms. How long are you giving yourself? Well, I gave myself from January to April 1st. Like that was the goal. So January, February, March, April. It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Yeah. So let's not worry about the past. Okay. Let's look at the future. You want to drop eight kilos, correct? Yeah. Do you want to go from... 68 down to 60. So there's a whole other argument here around just measuring weight, which I don't necessarily agree with because muscle weighs more than fat. But in this case, let's just utilize it and we'll go, hey, yeah, we want to drop eight kilos. Eight kilos is a fucking significant chunk, man. Yeah. So why don't we go, let's just get you to drop half of that to start with. Let's just go for four kilos. So if you see progress, hey, I got I dropped four kilos over this time span, and we'll talk about that in a second. You're going to feel more inclined to go, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll do another four. Whereas if you're going again, the eight, it's probably like trying to hit a home run. It's a big fucking number. And every couple of weeks, you're going to look at your weight and you're like, oh man, I've only dropped one kilo and it's been fucking six weeks. This is bullshit. I'm not doing it. Fuck it. Fuck the bike. I'll eat what I want. I'll eat the gummy bears, your favorites. You know, you'll go and do all the things that you're not supposed to do and it's not going to work. So let's go with four. So we have it, four kilograms. What do you realistically think it will take you to drop four kilograms? Realistically, it probably will take, what, say two, maybe three months. So 12 weeks is three months. So let's use weeks. Call it 12 weeks. Nine to 12 weeks. 12 weeks. Okay. Okay. So we're looking at just under half a kilogram per week. So how are you going to do that? You've got 12 weeks. You start on Monday, next week. What are you doing in order to make that occur? Well, the plan, and again, I know you said not to look in the past, but the plan was to be able to go ride. So what's the plan now? The plan now, if I'm being honest with myself, the plan now is to at least, you know, walk one to two kilometers a night. And definitely like for me, I feel like I still need to be able to get on my bike, at least ride five to to eight kilometers a day. If I can do that, and more importantly, if I can do that consistently, on a day-to-day basis, I think I should be able to reach that goal pretty quickly. When was the last time you rode your bike? February. I rode it for about a week. And what happened? It was actually, it was good. But the one thing that stopped me... Yeah, but why'd you stop? 
we had a couple of rainstorms that lasted about three or four days. And I put the bike away. And then like since then, it's never left the storage again. Okay. So I'm going to call out a couple of things here. Riding, you're going from base zero, essentially. How I'm going to ride five to eight Ks a day. That's, mate, it's a fucking lot, dude. I was running. Keep this shit really simple. Okay. Yeah, but you're not. It's not about I was. We got to let go of the past. It's right now you're not. Okay. This is called winning the game. This is how you gear things to win. Because the only way you're going to do it is you need to build up consistency and you need to see progress. And man, in three months time, fuck man, yeah, you probably will be doing five or 10 Ks a day because you've built your way up to that. This is the difference between hitting a single and trying to hit the home run. So I would look at it like this. Every single day, you must cover one kilometer and it has to be either through walking or riding. You choose. That's as simple as it needs to be. You just got to get a K covered. Okay. Right? So on the rainy days where it's like, I can't get my bike out, I'm going to go walk one kilometer. Now, here's why I keep it really little. You'll go out. You'll do a K. Ah, man, I feel pretty good. I'll just keep going. You'll probably walk for two Ks. If you feel really good, you might walk for three or four. Now, the next day might roll around and you might not be in that same sort of headspace and there might be shit going on and you're like, fuck, I can't walk four Ks. Ah, I only got to walk one. You just get up. You get your 1K, right? Same with on your bike. You keep it really simple. These are the little things that build up over time. The best analogy I can use in this was like, I heard it somewhere, but it's like, you want to floss your teeth. Like, it's one of the things I'd like to do. I'm like, I want to get into the habit of flossing my teeth every night. Every night, you know, you're pulling out the shit. It's like, so many teeth to go through. The strategy was just do one tooth. That's all you got to do, man. You just do one tooth. Don't worry about the rest. If you feel like doing them, do the rest. If you don't, don't worry about it. Here's what I noticed. I did one and I did two. I did three. I was like, fuck, I may as well just do the whole lot. All I had to do was just get the one. That was my daily discipline. I just had to start with one. And this comes down to James Clear, Atomic Habits. You know, it's the work that, you know, we lean in on inside Rising Kings as well is you nail that one thing. It's the stuff that builds. It's the compound effect that builds off the back of it. So coming back to your goal, drop four Ks, four kilograms over a 12-week period. You need to just do one kilometer a day. That's your daily discipline. Just consistently, and you got to hit that. Now, each week, you got a number, right? You must get five out of seven days for you to achieve, to say, hey, I won the week. If you go less, let's say you get four, you lost that week, and you need to have some form of commitment that's in place, which might be like 50 burpees, 100 sit-ups, something you don't want to do but it's going to help drive the needle forward on the result of losing four kilograms. But through the week when it's a Wednesday and it's raining and it's cold and you're tired and you're like, I can't be fucked today. It's like, well, man, you either go and do a K today or you risk the fact that you get to Sunday and you haven't hit your number and you're going to have to do a hundred burpees. So let me ask you this, right? And this is something that like I was, you know, talking to a, a gentleman the other day. And for me, like when he was saying like, Hey, you know, these are my goals. You know, this is what I was trying to achieve and stuff like that. And when I asked him, well, how come nothing has ever really sort of moved? And his biggest thing was that, you know, he wanted to get to this certain level. But the problem was he was he hadn't moved yet because he was waiting and analyzing and doing all of these things. And when I asked him, I go like, fuck, why don't you just get started? And he goes, Mike, it's such a simple thing to do. But yet it's like I'm thinking to myself, like, are you just feeding me? more of the BS that you're feeding yourself and that most of us tend to feed ourselves to avoid doing the things that we know we should be doing. 
100%. We're scared to do it because it's uncomfortable. Just think about it. You committing to one kilometer a day, not that bad. When you think about where you were going before, where it was like, hey, man, I got to get this right. I'm going to have to do eight kilometers a day on my bike and I need to run you know, at least two kilometers every day. When you think about that's a big load. You're going from base zero to, okay, well, Monday's rolling around, man. I got to cover eight Ks tomorrow on the bike and I got to cover two Ks in my run. It's like Monday will roll around. You probably do it because it's the honeymoon period. It's exciting. It's a fucking new challenge. Monday, you do it. Yeah, awesome. Tuesday, you do it. You probably go still a bit of energy. Wednesday rolls around. It's kind of, uh, Thursday, it's raining. Ah, uh, mate, you know, I needed a break anyway. You know, I was fucking cooked. It's like, at some point, whether it's four days, seven days, you know, 14 days, it's usually within that first couple of weeks, mentally we go, I've got to do this for the next 12 weeks. Shit, man. I can't do this. Too hard. Eh, I'm looking at my weight. It hasn't really changed in the last two weeks. This doesn't work. You know what? I'm going to go look for a different plan. Google, how do I lose four kilograms in 12 weeks as easy as possible? Oh, here, this is what I've got to do. I've got to do this. So we start chasing. So we start chasing all these different ideas, things, processes that we think is going to get us the result. And this is what happens. Like that guy you've been speaking with. I'm sure he's tried a hundred different things over the last five years to get the goal that he's been trying to get and he's never achieved it. Because one, we don't stick with it. Because two, we make it too hard. We go from zero to a hundred. It's all about the simplicity of winning the game, so to speak. How do you win the game on a consistent basis? You want to win the game today and you want to win the game each week. When you win the game each day and you win the game each week, I feel more confident. I'm seeing progress. I see consistency. Oh, hang on. This could work. Now you're 30 days into it. All I got to do, man, is do one kilometer a day. But the truth is, at day 30, you're probably going to do four or five Ks. You're going to feel good. Hey, man, I feel fucking great today. I'm going to get on the bike. You go and smash out 10 Ks. You only had to do one, but you did 10. doesn't matter. You still get the point. Got it. Start small. Now it's even scarier, right? Because thinking about it, this is something I'm committing to you. And this is something that, you know, really wasn't expecting, but I'm committing to, you know, the 16,000 plus listeners that we've got here (laughs) (laughs) on this podcast. And now it's like pressure's on, I guess. Right. But for me, like this was something that was really important because again, it's my health and it's, it's a cliche, but you know, health is wealth, especially, you know, at this point in time when I've got the little ones and I'm thinking, Hey, I want to be able to be there and be around when they're, you know, 18 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old and all of that. And it's, I'm thinking to myself, like it has to start with something small, but also like these little things, like these small things compound to have such a huge impact in my life and in my family's life. And at the end of the day, like if I don't do anything about it now, when am I actually going to do you know something about it because you know from all of these guys that i speak with it's like they've been waiting and wanting to do something the last five six seven years and until now they're still waiting and still wanting to do something about it they never take those steps and at the end of the day you know we have plenty of guys that are you know going into rising kings later in their life constantly saying i wish this is something i would have done and moved on at a much earlier age right and for me like i hear those stories and i'm thinking to myself holy crap i should do something about it now because i don't want to be that guy at 50 55 years old going man i should have done that when i was 40 
Like, I don't want to live that way because I know that by the time I do it when I'm 50, something else major in my health is going to take place. And at that point, I'm just sort of playing catch up. And I don't want to play catch up. I don't want to be reactive. I want to do and be proactive about it before something hard comes and hits me. And I go, holy shit, now I have to do a heart surgery or I'm on pills because of, you know, blood pressures and possible heart attacks and all of that stuff. So. You know, for me, this is important. And this was something that I wanted to do because I'm thinking long term for my family that I need to be in a better spot. But again, it's like the excuses are so quick. I'm pulling in eight hours, 10 hour days, and I've got to do this. And the kids, you know, need to do that. And I don't have the time. And it's like, you know, you know, and all the guys are listening know because they tell themselves the same exact excuses that I've been telling myself since January. So. It's frustrating, but it's, you know, I guess the big thing is, and I'm glad we, we sort of switched this episode around. I need a, that bit of kick in the ass and, and a wake up to reality. So I appreciate that, Ben. Yeah, brother. So look, I'll throw a couple of things in here. It's frustrating when we look at our lives because we had set all these goals and intentions and over and over and year after year after year, and we're not achieving them. And we get to 40. We get to 45, and we get to 50, and we get to 55, and we get to 60. We're like, oh, I wish I started that back then. I wish I started that back then. Going back to the analogy, we've got to stop looking at it through the lens of hitting the home run, right? It's simple. It's almost like you're rigging the game in order to win. I want to win every day. I want to win every week. Because if I'm winning, one, I know I'm setting myself up for the success and the desires I have in my future. I'm setting myself up like I'm looking after my future self. And secondly, I love seeing progress, man. It feels good. It gives me a, a rush of dopamine at the end of the week where I'm like, your numbers this week, man. Well done. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to do it again next week. As you'll see, like over my past decade of working on myself, like my daily disciplines have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Like I've added to what we call like the stack, the daily discipline stack. So just use some context around this for the guys that are listening. You might go, hey, that's great for Michael with his health. But what about how do I do this in marriage? One of the big things that I love to do is what we call a daily gesture of love. Just every single day. All I got to do is give my chosen one some form of intentional love. Sometimes that's a sticky note that I put up on the mirror where I say, I love you. I'm grateful for you. Sometimes it's a text message. Sometimes it's a phone call through the day, which seems really simple. Seems like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I can do that. But it's like, but we're not. And we're not holding ourselves accountable to it. You know, a 30 second hug, like just holding your chosen one once a day for just 30 seconds. And I hear, you know, guys, yeah, my wife would never do that. I'm like, just fucking do it, mate. Just 15 seconds every day. Just embrace her for 15 seconds. Right? In terms of business, it's the same thing. Like it's, you've got to look through it and go, what's the one thing? If I just do this every single day and just keep chipping away at it, maybe it's putting up a piece of content. Maybe it's doing a sales call. Maybe it's something in marketing. Maybe it's something around leadership with your team, you know, having a conversation with a member from your team. Like You do this and the compounding effect over time has a massive impact on the overall goals and achievements that we're doing. So in summary, in order to win the game, you've got to keep it really simple, but you've got to be consistent at it. You do that over time and time and time and time and time, day, 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 week, 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 month, quarter, year, over time. Imagine the compound effect that has on your marriage, that has on your health, that has on the way you see the world through your mindset, and that has on your life in terms of business. That's how you set up the structure to win the game of life. I'm Ben Sorkel. That's Michael. This has been another episode of the Rising Kings podcast. 
stay strong. So brother, thanks for tuning into this week's podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. If you want to know more about Rising Kings, the methodology, the system, and how we do it, I highly recommend you register for one of our upcoming Rising Kings masterclasses. You can do this by heading to risingkings.com.au forward slash masterclass. 